Oh, welcome everyone and fight fans to episode 20 of Axe Kick Picks. Doing this one solo today. Anthony is still enjoying his family vacation. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. But let's dive right into it. It's just going to be me today. We are going to break down UFC fight night. We'll preview UFC Orlando. Got some announcements, some uh, upcoming fights that were announced, some canceled, but uh, got some Cain Velasquez news as well towards the end of the show. But let's start off with a uh, UFC fight night in Kutalaba versus Kennedy and Jukwe. So, you know, the main event was called off. Unfortunate, you know, a side came down where an illness prevented Derek Lewis from fighting in the main event. It was announced pretty late into the card, but yeah, he was. It was non-threatening, non-life-threatening, non-COVID related, so that's good. But I mean, you got to feel for uh, Pavelcheck and everyone uh, who was supposed to fight. Unfortunate, we got robbed of a main event. But overall, I thought the card went pretty well. The boys ended with a profitable night. I hit my parlay and went four and one. So you know, we're really heading strong into December into UFC Orlando, but. Let's talk about the main event real quick. The new main event in Kutalabe versus Kenny and Jukue. You know, Kutalabe, he landed some big shots early, actually stunned Kennedy, but and he actually took him down twice. He controlled the fight for most of the first round, but I, I think all that wrestling eventually tired him out. And Jukue, he ended the first round with some momentum, stopping those takedowns. It looked good for my over one and a half rounds, but. The second round started like a fucking brawl in the alleyway. Both fighters swinging for the fences. And then a huge knee by Kenny and Jukwe. He was, you know, he was smart. He was keeping the fight on his feet. He was stuffing the takedowns. And then he landed another knee that, that eventually wobbled Ian Kutalabe. And Keith Peterson, you know, he usually stops the fight early, but he let him go for a bit. And those punches were eventually were just too much. Kenny and Jukwe gets the second, uh, gets the knockout, excuse me, in the second round, another comeback finish. And just overall a great performance from him. The timing on that knee was amazing. I think he should keep practicing that. So the future is bright for the young fella. So it was good. And you know, another tough lo loss for the Hulk Kutalabe, but yeah, great, great uh, main event there. Uh, in the new co-main event, uh, Waldo Acosta, Cortez Acosta taking on Chase Sherman. You know, another, well, another fight I got wrong here too is just, you know, I, I thought with the, the speed and the power from uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta, I thought he was eventually going to finish him. I took him inside the distance. He didn't get it, but he stays undefeated 9-0, and but... Sherman put up a tough fight. You know, his chin is his chin is made of fucking granite. Cortez, I think he still needs to work on those defending, uh, defending those leg kicks. Cause in the first round, Sherman was really landing those leg kicks. Uh, he made some nice contact, but besides those leg kicks, he was really landing some shots upstairs. I thought it was a very competitive first round. He even got a late takedown at towards the end of the first round as well. So, you know, it was a good start for Chase Sherman, but you, you know, Waldo was stringing together some huge combos to start the second round, but Sherman was eating them. That's why I said his chin is made of granite because any other opponent I felt would have fell. So I was surprised he was able to eat as many punches as he did. But, you know, I, I think Sherman made the mistake of never going back to those leg kicks. I, I thought that hurt him later on in the fight because he didn't. Uh, Waldo Cor uh, Cortez Acosta really didn't do a good job defending those leg kicks. So, 
you know, he was landing those shots in the second and third round, finding his rhythm. And I think that just continued into the third round as dominant of a performance as it was from uh Waldo course, Cortez Acosta, excuse me, you, you know, Chase Sherman really stayed in there with that fucking chin. And, you know, Waldo course has a, a Costa winds up winning via unanimous decision, 29, 28 across all three scorecards. He stays undefeated and another tough one for Chase Sherman. But uh, yeah, I got that one wrong as well. But one fight Anthony and myself both nailed was uh, Jack Della Maddalena via KOTKO, man. His power is something else, man. The the way he enters with his speed is really something special. He kept backing a, a good fighter nonetheless. Danny Roberts is a good fighter, so no disrespect to him, but the, the way he was able to keep backing him up, and that that's not somewhere you want to be fighting a guy like Jack Dallamalena. The, the way JDM mixes his body shots with the punches up top is really telling. Roberts tried to fight on, but after multiple punches to the body, he winds up knocking Danny Roberts late in the first round. That is now three finishes in the first round for JDM. 13 in a row, and 11 of those 13s were by finishes. You know, Perth has a real one, and, and I really think he's he's coming home to fight in Perth on the Perth card. I, I, I'm glad he he called called for that fight after the after the fight. He said he wanted to go home. He said he'll fight anyone. Honestly, the first person that they uh they they give to him, he'll probably say yes. But you know, he's been able to finish all of his opponents. He's a special talent. He's so precise. He's patient. I'm a big fan of JDM right now, and the and that was the second leg of my parlay that cashed at plus one fifty nine. If you guys tailed the other one, uh, the other leg of the two legger was the fight between the first fight of the card actually uh, between Natalia Silva and Therese Blenda. You know, and the Silva she did make the mistake in the first round trying to wrestle Blenda, and I mean you can't wrestle a. a a good fighter like Blenda, especially when Silva, I thought had the better hands in the fight. You know, she, she did a good job escaping the submission in the first round because she, she looked like she was in trouble, but you know, Silva is faster. She's much crisper with the hands. I don't know why she kept engaging in the clinch in the second round. The, the damage was being done on the feet, especially with that, that uh, right hand. So Blenda was tired. Her hands were down which is exactly how she got caught in the third round. She tried to change levels. She hit a uh, Silva hit her with that spinning back kick, knocked her out. Blenda was changing levels, but Silva timed that perfectly. That kick. What an epic highlight for her in her career. She now has five finishes in the last seven fights. I can't wait to see what's next for her. I'm a really big fan, but uh, yeah, no overall four and one night for Anthony one and two night for me, but I do finish in the positive hitting my parlay. Like I just mentioned, but you know, it was a great fight card overall. It sucks that the main event between Derek Lewis and Sergey Pavlicek was um, canceled. But other than that, you know, the, the brand we end on a profitable night just in time for December and for the holidays and just in time for UFC Orlando that is going down next week. But before we preview UFC Orlando, let me get, tell you guys about our sponsor. We are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. It is the most refreshing hard seltzer on the market, hands down. It is no wonder why Viva was voted number one hard seltzer in the world by San Francisco World Spirit Competition with only 88 calories 
zero carbs, zero sugar, and 4.5 ABV. Viva is the perfect drink for your post-game celebrations as it was created with that active lifestyle in mind. We flavor our tequila seltzer because flavor is the spice of life, and we like our drinks with just a kick, just like how we like our lives, whether it's Huckleberry playing around a golf with the boys or an elderberry after a Saturday morning workout. Our flavors pair perfectly with that artisanal Blanco tequila for that subtle but refreshing drink. Our belief here at Axe Cake Picks and everywhere is to live long, live well, and live it up. All right, let, let's preview. You. We'll give. We're not going to give out any picks because Anthony isn't here. I don't really have too many picks as well, but we're going to take the week. We're going to break them down. But you know, some fights that we are looking for, and you know. Besides the main event against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and, and Kevin Holland, I, I feel like this card is really stacked. You know, obviously, Walter Waite bout in the main event between number six Kevin Holland taking on unranked Kevin Holland. You know, that's going to be a good one. In the co-main event, you have another Walter Waite bout between RDA, the legend number seventh ranked Walter Waite, taking on Brian Barbarena. I know Ant is big into this fight. He can't wait for this one. Uh, Matt Schnell in the flyweight. He's going to be fighting Matus Nikolai. That's going to be another fucking banger. Six versus seven in the flyweight division. And then our boy, you know, fan. I think everyone's a fan of this guy, the heavyweight division. You got Ty Tuivasa, number fourth ranked uh, heavyweight, taking on Sergei Pavlicek. That's going to be a big one as well. Four versus number five. And so there's a change up in the, in the uh, main event. Not main event, main card, excuse me. Derek Brunson was supposed to fight Jack Hermanson, but he had to pull out. Um, now Roman Dolza, he steps in on short notice. He'll fight Jack Hermanson. So be on the lookout for that change. Uh, but nonetheless, it should be a good one. There's no odds for that one because, you know, it, it just got announced. But uh, I'll talk even before we get into the odds, I, I want to say something about the... Um, the main card, excuse me. So e even that one, you got your boy, Eric Anders, in the middleweight bout taking on Kyle Dawkins. That's going to be a big one. Alabama prodigy. Uh, even in the prelims, you got good fights. Nico Price taking on Phil Rowe. You got Angela No Kill Hill taking on Emily Duque. That's going to be legend Clay Guida. He's fighting. Michael Johnson's fighting. Tracy Cortez versus Amanda Rebos. That's going to be a barn burner. So, you know, they, they like to make these, um, you know, UFC Long Island, UFC Orlando. They like to make these fight night cards kind of like a, a pay-per-view in a sense. So, you know, that's going to be interesting. Some early lines, you know, in the main event, you got Kevin Holland taking on Stephen Wonderboy Thomas. Kevin Holland, a short favorite, minus 126. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, plus 108. That's kind of a, almost a pick em. Uh, surprising. Our boy Taito Ivasa is an underdog taking on Sergey Pavlicek. Sergey Pavlicek minus 180. Taito Ivasa plus 152. You know, this is just one book that I'm looking at. So shop around. You might get better odds depending on which way you're leaning. Brian Barbarena, huge underdog taking on RDA. RDA is almost, I think, one of the biggest favorites on the card. Minus 460 taking on Brian Barbarena, who's a plus 360. And Kyle Dawkins. He's a two-to-one favorite taking on our boy, Eric Anders, plus 168, excuse me. And then uh, our boy, Matt Schnell, he's a big underdog as well, coming back at plus 250. And Matus Nikola, minus 350. So 
some interesting ways to go about it. You know, Anthony and I, we're going to try to find value. We're going to try to get, get out the best pissing picks, excuse me, and try to stay profitable. You know, we like to stay hot. We, we had a good week last week with UFC fight night. And, you know, we're just trying to keep the trucks along, keep everyone moving, keep making some money. So, you know, those are some fights we're looking towards. I, I think for the most part, it's going to be a pretty jam packed episode next week. We're going to have a lot of volume. I know I will. Anthony probably will touch the whole main card as well. So be on the lookout for that episode next week where we'll break down UFC Orlando and we'll be giving out our picks. Um, but some, a few announcements that, that got mentioned during the week, Drew Dauber versus Bobby Green has been added to that UFC, uh, fight night in December 17th. That is the one with, um, Who's fighting? Oh, Jared Cannonier taking on Sean Strickland. That fight night is taken at UFC Apex in Las Vegas. Got some great fights on that one as well. Uh, Brandon Rovell, he's taking on Amir Albazi. And you got Julian Marquez. He's a, he's a fan favorite as well. You have um, Juliana Rosa. He'll be fighting in the featherweight. Uh, Jack Jake Matthews, he's fighting Matthew Selmsberg. That should be a good one as well. So, you know, they're trying to end the year and the fight night with a banger. So they added a really good fight and our boy Bobby Green taking on Drew Dober. So that should be exciting. Uh, another one that got announced was Gilbert Burns taking on Neil Magny in Brazil for UFC 283. You know, Gilbert Gilbert Burns, it's it's his it's his country. You know, the way Neil Magny called him out, you know, he said he said, hey, I'm not a type of guy that, you know, gets called out and won't fight. So he's going to be all ready for that card. I can't wait for that card in Brazil. So Neil Magny, he's a legend in the welterweight division. Taking on Gilbert Burns, I didn't really expect Gilbert Burns to fight back in rankings. But, you know, I think it's a good test for both of them. And hopefully, you know, a lot of people think of Neil Magny as a gatekeeper. But he wins against a really good Gilbert Burns against that fight fight he had last against Shamayev. I mean, you know, Neil Magny's sitting up there in the top 10, top seven at least. So big match for Neil Magny. We'll see how he does in Brazil for UFC 283. And then, you know, uh, Anthony Smith, he makes his return to fight J Jamal Hill in the main event in March for another UFC fight night. So that's going to be exciting. Jamal Hill, he's a fan. He's just so special, I think. He's taking on Anthony Smith, who's a legend. And Coming off an injury, we'll see how Anthony Smith does. But uh, I think the biggest news during the week, Yuri Prohaska is out of the main event for um, for the next pay-per-view for UFC 282 going down at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. So now the new um, the new main event is Jan Blahovich taking on my boy Magomed Ankalaev. You know, they, they so the whole story is, you know, he has a really bad shoulder injury and he's going to be out at least a year. And what's cool of what Yuri Prohaska did, which I don't think a lot of, you know, champions would do. He vacated the belt. He didn't want to put the division on hold because he is going to be out a year. It is very serious. Dana White said it was one of the worst shoulder injuries he saw. So, you know, he is really injured. And, you know, you got to feel for Glover to share. You know, he's getting there up in age. And they did offer him the fight, but he, they wanted him to fight Magomed Ankalaev. He said no. He said, let me fight Jan Blahovich. It's a better fight. They said no. We've already seen that. 
And yeah, so and, and now they've already said whoever wins this vacate, vacated belt between Makamet Ankalive and Jan Blahovich, Yuri Prohovska will have the next title shot because you know he did vacate it, and it kind of sucks for Glover to share. So now he's in the loom waiting around. So it it will be interesting to see what happens with him. But you know what gets bumped up to the co-main event in uh, UFC 282. Patty the Batty taking on Jared Gordon. Patty the Batty sitting at a minus 190 favorite right now. And you got Robbie Lawler taking on Santiago Ponzanibo. That's going to be a good one. Darren Till taking on uh, uh, Darius Duplicis. Definitely pronounced that wrong. And then our boy Bryce Mitchell taking on Ilya Topola. That's going to be a good one as well. So it it's unfortunate that this this fight got canceled. And, you know, Jan is um, not Jan. Yuri Prohaska is out. We'll see what happens with uh, with Glover to share. You know, he is he isn't getting younger, and that's the unfortunate thing. So we'll see. I guess it's up to the UFC what they do, but I definitely think it's going to be a good fight between Jan Blahovich and Magomed Ankalaev. Jan Blahovich didn't even know this was happening. He was on his way to Las Vegas to get acclimated to the time change, so he was on a plane coming to the states, and then when he landed. All, all he got all these he was bombarded with all these messages letting him know what's going on now so you know just bumped him up he is in the main event for the light heavyweight title bout taking on Magomed Uncle Live who's a big minus 240 favorite so we'll see if the Polish if he has any Polish power left in him Jan Blachowicz should be a good one but uh yeah that was all the announcements that I had off the top of my head and some Kane Velasquez news you know he is out on bail the judge has granted him permission for to work in Arizona and partake in an upcoming pro wrestling event for a promotion in Lucha Libre AAA worldwide. So Judge Arthur Buchanan, he ruled that Velasquez will be allowed to partake in the event without GPS monitoring, despite the district attorney and their objection of it. So he's going to leave December 1st in a few days. He'll return back home December 4th. And as a re result of monitor of the monitoring device being removed for the duration of his trip, judge the judge has ruled that Kane must hire police office a uh, police officer to work in detail and absorb the coast and to just see if everything's all right while he's working. So, you know, he's going back to his old stopping grounds um Kane and it's going to take place uh and I think the mullet yeah the the mullet arena in Temple Arizona where he attended Arizona State University and he also wrestled for the college as well so it is good to see Kane Velasquez being able to make money for his family while, when he was incarcerated for those few months that he was so I'm I'm happy that the judge is giving him more and more freedom by the day. And, you know, Cain Velasquez is actually proving people wrong. And, you know, he's trying to make a better life for him and his family. So I'm glad he's doing that. And, hey, we wish Cain Velasquez the best of luck in December at that Lucha Libre uh, promotion, the, the pro wrestling tournament. So that should be very fun to watch. I'll see if I could watch it. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this Friday edition. A little over five six o'clock here on the east coast but uh yeah that was a great addition solo edition on behalf of our sponsor viva tequila anthony everyone i am dylan we will see you guys next week with more picks and hot takes for ufc orlando if you guys missed an episode no problem you guys can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher if you guys haven't already please subscribe rate give us a review let us know what we need to do better let us know what you like uh, all that good self really helps out this show tremendously. So be a friend, 
Tell a friend, everyone, have a great weekend. Good luck on your bets. Be safe, be well, and we'll see you guys down the road. Peace.